Because I was in the uh, uh, trap museum, um, um, one of my uh, one of my close friends uh, managed the trap museum. Okay, okay. <laughs> and the DJ be playing this song, <laughs> <laughs> and it be so funny he just play it in Ti spot. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It damn funny how they, you know what I'm saying? And right. then they'll get to that part. God damn, Marvin Tosai. There was a big old diss song about me. There was a jamming song like that. Uh-huh. I ain't playing that at my spot. <laughs> I don't know, but you know. Well, it shows that they squashed that. Right, they you know what I'm saying? Grow me, you know, squashed you know, that. You done grew that. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was bigger I than get, that. I get it. I didn't know nothing about the song until I moved here. And when they, everybody was singing along and all yeah. that, you know me. I'm from Chicago. I, I didn't know nothing about it. But right. I, fr- I figured out once, you know, everybody told me what it was about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad. I want to get right into it, man. I, um... <laughs> The podcast, as y'all know, is every Tuesday at 8 o'clock, man. So we wanted to um, really speak about some issues, man, that all of us has um, has seen in the news um, over the last past weekend or week. Um, um, they released a video of the brother, man. And one of the problems that I had um, with my brother, um, Tyree. Yeah, Tyree, Tyree Nichols. Nichols. Tyree Nichols, yeah. Uh, one of the problems that I had with them killing a the young fella is that Man, we have no, not only do we have no dignity and pride within our own race, man, to to beat that young fella like that um, and to do him like that, man, uh, it's a shame. It don't give any other, it's not uh, right if any other race do it, but when your own people can stand you up, um, spray you like that and really beat you, man, we have got so far removed because not just... Um, uh, 50 some years ago mm-hmm. Blacks couldn't even be a police officer That's true And then when you was allowed to join You couldn't um, arrest white folks Yeah, Miss Mix Don talked about that on her show I know Her that. father was a part of that, right? Right Yeah. Know what I'm saying? So he helped move that along But here's the thing now It's still on the books You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they never You know what I'm saying? Eradicated that where um, blacks can't arrest whites Okay It's just not 
popular to try to say, hey, you can't arrest him because he's a white man now. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. But there's there's laws that were still on the books, brother, mm-hmm. that have not been changed. It that society have changed. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So as a so put it like this, most cities got a black police chief. Mm-hmm. Like Memphis got a black woman mm-hmm. who spent thirty years in Atlanta. Okay. She can't get on TV and say to a black cop, you can't arrest this white man or white woman. Mm-hmm. You can't say that in this day and time. Right, right, right. And so one of the problems that I had, man, a big issue, not only with the black man um, killing this black boy like that and beating him like that, but it took us a whole nother week to find out that there was a white officer involved. Mm. So my issue here, we got a black police chief woman, mm-hmm. five black men, you know what I'm saying, beat this, you know what I'm saying, black guy mm-hmm. um, that was um, innocent. And then a week later, you got a video um, surface. Now, she watched the whole video before she told the world, hey, we're going to release it on this day and this time. Right. You seen the video. You seen it was a white guy in the video. Right. So, so you, so when y'all say, hey, don't riot in the city, don't do this, don't do that, you make the people want to riot because now y'all playing games and then so the people intelligence when a week later this white guy surfaced in the video mm-hmm. saying, yeah, Taser's that beat his ass. Well, he the first one uh, who tased him. He pulled him over without cause. Uh-huh. He tased him. Right. He in the video screaming, yeah, y'all kick his ass. Hey, bro, that's accessory, mm-hmm. right? Right. So there's a kid that was just arrested in Atlanta um, for saying to another um, black kid, oh, there go Cam. Mm-hmm. And they arrested him for saying, there he go. Okay. And the other black boys killed the little boy. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So if you allow this little boy up and want to give him time, I'm um, an accessory. We can't give the white uh, officer the same time for saying, oh, hey, y'all get his ass, y'all beat his ass. You pulled him over without cause. You tased him first. You're in the background saying, y'all kick his ass, y'all beat his ass. Any civilians that do that, you get charged with that, bro. Mm-hmm. You get charged with accessory. accessory. Oh, your words, hey, you get you exciting violence, you mm-hmm. exciting crime. They get a pass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, the black guys shouldn't get a pass, and the white guys shouldn't get no pass. Nobody should get a pass, man, when you beating um, citizens, uh, innocent or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the only time an officer should fight somebody if the person you're trying to arrest resisting arrest and he start fighting you right then yeah you got to fight him off you or whatever mm-hmm. at that time if you're not hitting me first and we fight back and forth that should be it should be no guns drawn if i don't have a gun why are you pulling your gun right if we just fighting fist fight hey man fight fist fight lock me get me down lock me up a call for backup guns should never be drawn if there's not a gun on the person man right and they got to get away from all this now we see that's a big old game this man is half dead and y'all still saying you resisting arrest. Hey, put hey, come put on, man. Back. But that's a part of that's a part of trying to justify why they beat him so bad. No, that's the training. It, yeah, but we gotta yeah. get rid of that because I, I mean how many blacks we've seen shot dead by white cops and they still trying to put the damn handcuffs on him. Right. You shot dead and you still putting the handcuffs on me, man. Right. Like, come on, man. Like we gotta get past that. And cities like um, Memphis is too black to be having these um, issues right now right. where black politicians are not coming out on uh, speaking up and speaking out against that, man. It don't matter. And we got to do it 
not only when it's black, they gave swift judgment to these black officers, mm -hmm. which they deserved it. I'm just saying. Right. Biden wrote a letter saying that, hey, um, I want the process to be swift. Mm -hmm. They don't chime in when white cops kill black folks, though, man. We can't keep letting them bamboozle us like that. The yeah. White House always say, oh, we're not going to get involved with that. Let the local level do it. But you want to get involved when five black officers kill another black man. But we know that. We know that most politicians, I mean, we always, you know, black folks always want to wait for the politicians to do their thing for us. And then and typically Democrat or Republican, they don't have any, you know, any remorse when it comes to us as far as certain things. But I think that we forgetting, we for, we're forgetting one little piece of this puzzle with that. And I said this on the show before on what's up, Miss Bitch show is that. You know, the police unit didn't come to anybody's defense on with these five black officers. They didn't come into the, they didn't have a, a, a press conference stating that it was justified or anything like that. And I believe that they intervened when it came to the white officer. That I mean, you got to, those little things always seem to, we, we miss those things. Where was the police unit? I mean, if they for all the police and their union, you got to pay dues into it. They didn't come to the, these black officers' defense. And I'm not saying that they should have. But there's little pieces of puzzle that you have to look at when things like this happen and how it's done previously and how it's done now. I mean, when it's a white officer, you have a whole press conference with 25 police standing behind them and they talking about how great it was. But when these black officers came, they got they got thrown off the floor, they got fired, they got arrested within a couple of days. And then you got to think about the white officer wasn't fired. He was relieved of duty, relieved which of means duty. that he could get a job somewhere else. Right. You get what I'm saying? So those little nuances, we gotta look at. We gotta look at those little things. We say, "Oh, great, he got relieved of duty." No, but he still can get hired somewhere else. Is relieved of duty and being fired is two different things. The boys in blue, man, are always gonna protect the boys in blue, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not against good cops because I got a lot of friends that are cops, sergeants, captains, uh, high in the rank, have done things uh, admirably on every level. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And they understand, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not out here um, trying to uh, harass and lock up um, black and brown folk just cause, right? Right. Uh, oftentimes, most cops in Atlanta that I know, if they're, they're stuck in a uh, uh, rock in a hard place because you bring the crime to them. Mm -hmm. At that point, now we have to arrest you. Somebody got to judge you for it. You know, right. that's what happened to be black. Right. This is radio. Hello? Hello. Hello. Talk to him. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm trying to join the car. John, go, go ahead and talk. Yeah. You're on the car. Go ahead. You're on the car. Go ahead and talk. I don't, I don't even know what man talked about on the call, man. I just seen my cousin up here doing some great things. <laughs> we talking about you're young. I uh, I catch your voice. You're, um, you're 21, right? Yeah, I did turn 22. All right, 22. So we're talking about uh, police brutality. And how do you feel as a 22-year-old when you get pulled over by the, uh, by the police at nighttime or daytime? But more importantly, um, when you get pulled over by, uh, by a white officer, uh, how do you feel when you get pulled over by a white officer uh, compared to a black officer? Uh, with a white officer, it's it like I... I instantly start recording because I just, the history, I instantly start recording. Like, I be scared. I don't, I don't feel the vibe. The vibe don't be there. It's just always negative energy. Versus a black guy, like, 
I don't know. I ain't not, not being racist. Just like black people just don't never come off like that. Like white people always come off. They come off aggressive towards other black people racing them. That that's just how I feel though. So let me ask you this, because um, I know time have even um, changed. Um, you're 22 now, um, um, so time have even um, changed a little bit from the time you was like 11, 12, and 13. Why did, what do you think have brought on the the um, the fascination of guns by our young by our young black men? What do you think have brought that on? Well, uh, not said again about the gun. What do you think have brought on the recent uh, fascination? Um, of these guns, why do you think that so many of these young boys want to have guns and and um, breaking in the car to get these guns? What is it about guns that uh, fascinate this new young generation? Uh, two two main things: it's these drill rappers. They trying they trying to live the drill rap life, and these females females they always be like, "If you ain't got no gun, how you gonna protect me?" So men feel like, "Oh, I need me a gun." Like, I ain't got no gun. Like. It just, it's an image, really, like, it's an image. That's how I live to it. The females and the rappers just got people's head gone. Even in the teenage world, um, teenagers <laughs> are saying that, like, how you gonna protect me in the teenage world? Yeah, like, that. that's what they be saying, like, to all they be trying, like, like, they call it blicky. They be like, where your blicky at? You ain't got no blicky. So as young nigga, it's like, you see an older nigga with a gun, like, that's like, it's, you feel like that's what's right. Like, oh, I need, I need me a gun. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. How do you feel about the um the recent um um action that um took place in Memphis, Tennessee, with them five officers um killing the young white guy? I mean, the young black kid. Oh, I dis I disagree with that. That was just that was just low down right there. See that that why that why I be scared though. Like, so I can't even say really white officers like officers officers in general like. It's like they have a bad day and take it out on you. It's like, I don't want to be one of that victim. Like, I don't, I don't know. I hear you out there driving that Hellcat, cub. Be safe. <laughs> be safe and thanks for calling me and love you, cub. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> I hear that motor in the back. <laughs> right? Um, listen, so it goes back, man, to what I'm saying. Like, if you, like, we're in 2023. Three. We're coming off 2022 as far as video games make. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the graphics and the images on the Call of Duty and um, um, Call of Duty, and what's the other one that you um, um, that you can snatch the folks out of the car and beat them? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. So if you look at Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty, the character look just like me and you. They look dead real. Mm -hmm. They look so real, and they talk. Mm -hmm. So if I'm young and I'm nine and ten, I'm playing this shit every day for two, three years. I'm ready to go. I'm playing every day. Mm -hmm. My brain haven't even developed to understand that this is not a real human, really, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm talking to a mirror down and created a character. Okay. Because you can create your own character. The Call of Duty um, is the video game to let you know the name of the guns, the different type of guns, mm -hmm. because it's a military game. Right. And they use the word ops. Okay. So that's where the rappers have gotten the word from ops. Okay. Uh, from Call of Duty. They put it in the games. And that's how the word have become so unpopular. You know what I'm saying? The word ops. And the kids know the different names of the guns. Mm -hmm. uh, even the rappers. Because none of these young black boys, me, right. I've never been to a gun show. That's true. I learned guns from TV and rapping and all that. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So they learn it from playing the video games. And then, you know, as you get older, 
when you got a business, you go buy guns to protect your home and your businesses. Mm -hmm. But the young kid learned the name of the game, I mean the guns from the video games. Okay. And the rappers just got a platform to popularize it and talk about the guns even more, talk about what it's going to do to you. But none of these guys don't be going to gun ranges, know how to shoot. That's why so many innocent people get killed because they just be shooting. Mm -hmm. Like even when they killed the little young boy at Atlanta Station, when they seen him ride by on a scooter, five people got shot. Right. Because our young people don't know how to shoot. Mm -hmm. Grown people don't either. But, like, when you got a gun, when you done stole a gun, and you can't go to a gun range because they're too young to go, mm -hmm. they don't know when you shoot a gun that the gun might go up when you shoot it, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. left, down. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes when you're trying to shoot a person in the leg, it might go up and you might shoot a person in the chest mm -hmm. because you don't even know that that particular gun, you know what I'm saying, it jumps up when it shoots. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if like most people shoot with the gun, squeeze, and you go to a gun range, they tell you, like, you got to hold the other hand and squeeze it because right. you don't know. And when you get a shotgun, you know what I'm saying, which I've shot a shotgun, that motherfucker up, tear your shoulder up. Off, if right. you ain't got it, got them rested, ready to go, it'll, mm -hmm. it'll, you know what I'm saying? So you got to know these things. And if you don't know and you in the battle, first of all, the adrenaline rush and you scared mm -hmm. and you don't know how to shoot. All that's going on at the time you shooting, that's how innocent people get killed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And white folks, I commend them. They take their kids shooting five, six, seven, eight. Mm -hmm. They make them not scared of the gun. They shoot. They make them shoot in the backyard. They hey man, yeah, range. don't be scared of this gun, man. We finna go shoot. Right. And they go right. out there, put them ballers up, and they shoot or whatever. They take their kids gone. Mm -hmm. I love that. We we make our kids fear guns. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To fear certain things, while white people jump at the head first. You know what I'm saying? Because they know. Because white people were the first ones that engaged in battle. Because blacks couldn't even join the army. The Boston Tea Party, everything in history was white on white. Right. It wasn't. And then you got, and then the white people, you know what I'm saying, the immigrants that, you know what I'm saying, moved with the E that was brought here from Europe, they were the people that was locked up over in the Europe jail. They was like the thugs and the castaways. Mm -hmm. Ain't like the rich and the well to do move to America. No, they did not. Right. They still did not. You got them Louis Vuitton. Christian Dior, them family. They stayed in Europe. They right. family didn't move here. You know what I'm saying? It was the immigrants that come pick themselves up by the bootstraps and lived over there. Mm -hmm. They the ones that moved here. Okay. So they were the ones. That's why they were so ready to go to war and fighting. You know, you know what I'm saying? For everything because they were the ones that were fighting against the kings and the queens over there. Still to this day, you still got a certain group of white rebels in Europe mm -hmm. that still don't stand for that. It's the same people that they moved to America that wasn't standing for that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Fighting against each other. Frederick Douglass, I love our black hero, he stuck his nose in their business. Mm -hmm. Blacks should be fighting the war. No hell, we shouldn't been fighting in the white man's war. No, no we should not have. Right. Ain't got nothing to do with us. <laughs> ain't nothing to do with us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Lincoln, them were fighting against each other. The Civil War wasn't even with us. They needed our help. But let them fight amongst each other. It's they fight. Mm -hmm. No, I'm saying this is why. No, I'm saying to this day, white folks, and other folks don't get in black on black stuff. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do with them. They still got nothing to do with us. We right. stuck our nose in their business. Got nothing to do with us, man. If y'all want to kill each other and set damn Boston on fire and do it, right? Ain't got nothing to do with us. Because at the end of the day, we still was slaves. Hey, we bro, we, we was free from none of that. Hey, bro, none we weren't that. free from none of that, bro. Right. But he was a free man. Stuck his nose in there, and mm -hmm. the intention was okay, but. No man is perfect. They didn't see the overall, like Martin Luther King didn't see the the near thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then when he got into it, you know what 
know what I'm saying? Then he said, oh, I've entered my people into a burning building because mm-hmm. we we came across that line with the economics. Mm-hmm. We didn't come back with the economics. Right. Everything is about economics in this world. And we have always um, controlled the economics because we've always had the value. Right. They took everything from us, but the value have always been in blacks. Uh, even when we didn't have the rights, they still said we was property. So the property was still a value because we was the value. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we built the infrastructure. <laughs> so the slave master can say, I got 100 slaves. I'm the wealthiest man in town, whether I got the money or not. I got the manpower to build and do whatever. I can loan you 20 slaves, you know what I'm saying, to fix and do whatever you need to do. So I'm still wealthy because I got the commodity, which is the, you know what I'm saying, which is the blacks. Right. And the Bible says that God have always said that that's who we will be now, and that's who we are. That's why we control the spending power right now. What sixteen trillion or whatever? Sixteen trillion. How do we, how do we control the spending power lab, but we don't own nothing, nothing. as blacks? We don't own nothing. We don't own. We don't own. Right. Nothing. And they say the average saving for America, not blacks. Now they say the average savings of not even five thousand dollars in America. Right. Mm-hmm. The average person that got five thousand dollars bank account, but blacks we spend trillions of dollars a year. How? And we don't own nothing because that's how powerful we are. Mm-hmm. We don't know how powerful we are, but they do. They do. They understand the economic part. And that's why they kill us like that. And that's you know what I'm saying that that's like how um, I wouldn't even mind them giving the five black guy because once you coerce and you premeditate because what they kill, I mean I mean when they kill Mr. Nickel, that's premeditation. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want you to pull him over. Oh, hey, man, we're going to do this thing in the third. That's premeditation murder, right? Mm-hmm. So at that point, then y'all acting as a gang because they say when two or three more people involved, hey, you acting as a gang. Right. So now y'all a gang. I mean, right. even to this day, uh, even Obama was in office or whatever, nobody have even ever even tagged the KKK as a gang. What y'all have been doing is gang activity. They haven't tagged them as a terrorist organization or anything. Right. You quick to name black guys, rappers, and all these folks as gangs. As gangs. But you won't do that with the KKK as gangs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would like to see somebody got enough balls to do that. Yeah, like, that you know what I'm happen. saying? Because they are too intertwined in, in the inner workings of all the political system. You got to think about, it. like, what I tell you, what we said a few podcasts ago. All them old relics from the past, them old politicians need to die out in order for the country to heal themselves. As long as you got them guys from the 40s and 50s still in office the same process is going to happen it's just going to name just going to change the process is going to be reorganized to look like it's not the process but it's actually still the process as long as we keep electing these same old relics with no new ideas into office we're going to have the same old problems that we were complaining back about back in the 40s 50s and 60s it's just going to be the same process over and over again and then we keep electing their children and their children was taught by them so nothing is going to change as long as we keep electing the same old people to me we, no, that's facts. You get what I'm saying? The same no, old people. Even if, they, if their children are younger, they still was taught by them. We they, we are electing them because of their name. No, that's facts. We got to get past that politicians helping and taking care of us stuff. We're never going to get anywhere. We're never going to move forward if we still keep still keep relying on those Republican and Democrat. We keep relying on those folks. I mean, they have the power and they do have certain things they can do, but in in Think about when we weren't allowed to have things. We weren't allowed to have a house, so we had our own neighborhood. We took such good care of it. Think about when we weren't allowed to have own a car. They didn't think we could afford. We get a car, we take such good care of it. You get what I'm saying? 
So those things, when we weren't allowed to have, when we weren't allowed to do, we did it better and we took care of it more. But now that we are allowed to do it, now we are allowed to have so per se, we don't do it as much. We don't take care of our neighborhoods as good as we used to. But some of that, so I think that's the, I'm not going to say 80-20 rule. I'm going to say, I want to say 70-30, right? No, I'm going to say 100. I'm going to say 100, 100. <laughs> okay. Because Donna always like to say it. I ain't 50-50, it's 100-100. Right. 100% blame on the politicians because they've made us um, lazy and played that um, black card. Mm-hmm. And 100% on us as the people. Right. It's nobody responsibility but I to take care of our community. That's true. That's I should opinion. have to tell you to cut your grass. It's just like quote by Malcolm X. It's just like when you've got some coffee that's too black, which means it's too strong. What you do? You dilute it. You integrate it with cream <laughs> and you make it weak. Right. If you pour too much cream in it, you won't even know you ever had coffee. It used to be hot, it becomes cool. It used to be strong, it becomes weak. It used to wake you up, now to put you to sleep. Hey, man. Hey, that's, hey listen, man, that's one of my greatest heroes, man. I love Malcolm. Uh, watching um, um, The Godfather of Harlem is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh-huh. Malcolm, I mean, every man has his flaws. We all do. Nobody is perfect. perfect right. But Malcolm... I had some Malcolm could have got out of some of them situations mm-hmm. um, but Malcolm didn't want to forgive you know what I'm saying Mr. Elijah Muhammad mm-hmm. and he didn't want to just say alright you know what I'm saying peace like, like Malcolm st- I'm stood on what he stood on mm-hmm. I'm saying that because I get to look at the history but in that time I probably been just like Malcolm standing on what I stand on Right. you know what I'm saying right. so I'm just saying like you know what I'm saying just looking at you know what I'm saying some of it like, you know what I'm saying? But I can understand, too, if God got you on a mission, um, uh, I mean, you go over to Mecca, you see the world so different, and this guy who telling you that is a hypocrite and doing this and third and, like, molesting and raping little girls and y'all saying power to the people. And if you that type of guy that's standing on it, because even the FBI said they fought this nigga for about 20 years, say so he never cheated on his wife. You know what I'm saying? Never almost. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a stand-up man. Right. <laughs> and they said, man, we didn't have nothing on him. Right. They were so, this let you know that white, Jewish, and all that, because a lot of times we say white, but they were um, Jewish people also. So Jay Eggerdom had so much respect for God and black folks that they said, ah, we the FBI don't want to kill Malcolm because he's righteous. Mm-hmm. We're going to let the nation them do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't, because he's a righteous man. He justified himself with kingdom because he said King was a whoremonger. Mm-hmm. Oh, King sleeping with white women. Mm-hmm. He's smoking cigarettes. He's supposed to be a preacher. He's supposed to be black, but he's sleeping with white women. They're doing it that third. So he hated King. Right. So they justified whatever they did to King. But but they said Malcolm was so holy and righteous, like, nah, we can't touch him. Like, we're going right. to let, you know what I'm saying? We let y'all deal with it because, nah, he without blame. Mm-hmm. So, so y'all got to deal with that. He ain't violating. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right. So Malcolm had... Martin had too much power in a sense where um, it was easier for people to buy into Martin philosophy than Malcolm. Mm -hmm. 
because Malcolm lived in a free state. Mm-hmm. Martin was down here dealing with segregation and while white folks were still pouring water on you, putting dogs on you. Mm-hmm. So he had to go. I ain't gonna say he had to go, but you know what I'm saying? He he felt that was the reason to go there. Mm-hmm. But that as we know through history that came from the you know, the gay rights movement, the mm-hmm. nonviolent, because the gay rights is the only right that was passed that still stands. Mm-hmm. Our voting rights still has an expiration date on it. Mm-hmm. Housing is gone. Um, education about to be gone. Education about to be gone. But the gay right bill did not expire. No expiration date. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them was gay at the time and couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, even John Lewis and Barry Russian, them guy, they couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. Bear Russian was the guy who was writing the speech from all the kingdom. Okay. They have to hide in the trunk to go, like, you know what I'm saying? Because he right. was gay. Right. And it wasn't acceptable. And so, like, when John Lewis and the um, the Freedom Riders, that was a gay movement. Mm-hmm. So that's what they was on the Pettus Bridge for that day. Like, it was a lot of gays and everybody that was, you know what I'm saying? Because, right. you know, the KKK was like, oh, we hate uh, niggas, fags, and Jews, and Mexicans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They hated all four of them. Right. So if you was, uh, you know what I'm saying, a nigger and a fag, you got the double whammy. Right. You know what I'm saying? From the KKK. Right, from the KKK. Right. And then blacks, you know what I'm saying, they weren't associating our culture like it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people hid that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? When they got them laws passed, you know, everybody separated from Mother King. Mm-hmm. Mother King was on the island by itself, for real. Once they got the civil rights law passed with all them, all them, all the gay rights, now they, they separated from King and betrayed him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what King said, because he got to speak. I was a king. King said, I'm getting back to my business, about my father's business. I'm Jesus Christ. Right. He had to go back there because they, you know what I'm saying, they had them bamboozled him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because King had enough power to make Atlanta like Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Atlanta was supposed to be the next Black Wall Street because we had 23 black millionaires here. It was only 29 in the U.S. We had 23 that lived in Atlanta. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Auburn Avenue had the only black hotel in the United States, in the world. Okay. So... So when King then marched them from Auburn Avenue up the street to the Ritz Carlton, mm-hmm. I was just at the event at Ritz Carlton last week, right? So if you take me from your black hotel that might got three, four hundred three account sheets, right? Mm-hmm. Ain't got all this thing because you black, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Even if we want to, you know what I'm saying, to luxury this joint out, they ain't gonna sell it to us, right? See what I'm saying? Because they don't want us to compete with them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Lot of stuff we couldn't even get, right? So, so if I take you up to the Ritz Carlton, let you sleep a night, breakfast in bed, right. <laughs> let you get all this luxurious stuff, and I try to take you back to the Auburn Avenue Hotel now, mm. and if you can afford it, where you gonna go? Right. So Auburn Avenue Hotel didn't have the luxury of that, like with certain conference room. So what our so what um so what Ritz Carlton can say to sweet Martin up to bamboozle him. Hey, Martin, y'all can have y'all meetings here. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll feed y'all. It's whatever y'all want to do. It's okay, man. You got to think now. All them hotels they built, downtown Atlanta wasn't there when Auburn Avenue was there. Right. Mm. Look at Auburn Avenue. See how close it is to downtown. Okay. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And they took the idea because black folks, you got to think, in the Ray Charles movie, they wouldn't let Ray Charles perform. They banned him. Mm. So think about all them people that came to see Ray Charles perform. Where do you think they stayed at? Mm. You know what I'm saying? With other black folks in the Auburn, you know what I'm saying? The Auburn Avenue Hotel. So Martin King had enough influence to make Atlanta Black Wall Street of Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's why you see a lot of black folks. Even if you look at the 1901 uh, riots and the 1919 riots, and then 
you always had black folks and white folks on the opposite side. And you always had black folks and black folks that norms that had different views because you always had the haves of the blacks and the, the have-nots of right. the blacks. So the rich white folk weren't with Martin Luther King about um, segre uh, segregation. Mm. Hell no, nah, we got all, we own everything. Why we want to go in with them and go there? No. Right. If, if a black woman is sitting at home with this white woman and breastfeeding her baby, that's how crazy the world was. If, if my mama breastfeeding this white woman child, but my black mama can't drink from that water fountain, how stupid is that? Your child drinking this black woman milk from her titty. <laughs> but she can't drink from a water phone. Same thing. Everything about this black woman is going into your white baby. Mm -hmm. Everything in her going in your white baby. That's how foolish it was. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, if I got our Grandma Annie Mae here, and she the best cook in town, why do we want to go eat men's salad them cooking who we know can't season ain't wash them damn food good why why we want to go eat there no i got a couple questions. they would have had to come still eat with us and shop with us listen they would have still had to come eat and shop with us no no i'm talking about you go to mary mac right now uh -huh. look up mary right here she guess who in that damn kitchen black and mexican folk right. ain't no white folks in that kitchen i'm just saying right you go to most so successful, right? Even you go to um the Houston house and all that, mm -hmm. ain't no white folks in the kitchen. It's other ethnicities in the kitchen that make it go. Mm -hmm. It ain't saying over time white folks come to learn it. White folks don't give a damn about being in that damn kitchen. Right. White man want to be the general manager he or the owner. He I ain't, right. Right. I, I, I ain't raising my child to go be the cook now, or to go be the help. Hire the cook. And I understand it because if it's a white world, which it is. I wouldn't raise my damn child to go be damn no worker neither. Mm -hmm. I'm raising my child to go be the boss because the world set up for us. Right. Why go do that? Now, I understand the white bartender and the white hostess, they just doing it for extra money. They in school or whatever. But let me tell you something. One thing I learned in this world right now, if you white and poor, because your ass want to be. Yeah. Because you want to be. Right. This world is set up for white folks. It's, that's, it's, and thank God we got some good white folk that care about black folks. You know what I'm saying? Now, they don't give up their white privilege and their money to be black, but they understand the black plight. Mm. Some of them are willing to help. King, the one that got, you know what I'm saying, far they got it for one for good white folk. No, I'm saying they came down and stood front line with them. Right. There's one reason why the white folk didn't beat them that day on the Petty Bridge as they did, because they had white folk join, you know what I'm saying, front line. You know what I'm saying? A white folks started saying it like, you know what? Let's go join with our brother, they man. Them, they ain't even shoot them, our brother in to. faith, right? So, right, they want to line up and shoot them. Like, like so the a so the best way is to get white folks and black folks together for real, though. And we're talking about, but you know, that's what um, black faith was though. trying to do. That's what the black Panthers was doing. When I was in Chicago, they were doing that. They were actually trying to get poor whites and poor blacks to understand that their plight is the same. Their plight is it, the it, same. Hey, listen, it is, man. Right. It is. No, I'm saying no. No, I'm saying it's a dirty, evil capitalist to keep us separate. society, right? And capitalism don't care about poor white or poor black, right? But what I'm saying is, if you poor white, it cause you want to be poor white now. Mm -hmm. If you go to Google right now and clean yourself up, ain't got no experience in goddamn coding, and put in for a job, and Google gonna hire you, mm -hmm. and they gonna hire you, Jack. I'm just saying, hey man, I'm about to tell any white man, any white man I see on the street for real, I say, hey bro. You ain't got no business homeless and they ain't got no money. Right. Hey, man, the world is yours. 
No, I'm saying the physical world. No, I'm saying that the spiritual and everything else is God in us. But this physical world, it's a white man's world, bro. It, it, it just is, bro. Now, now, in this world, we got the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? If right. you really set up in God's, you don't care about the white man's world. It don't affect you because they can't touch you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, the Bible say, be filled by the one that can destroy your soul and the flesh. Mm -hmm. White man can only kill his flesh body if you connect it to God. So all you can do is kill the flesh. Right. No, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? You cannot destroy this spirit and soul. You know what I'm saying? Because only God created that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Only the manufacturer you know what I'm saying, can make a recall on that car he created. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ford can't recall on that Chevrolet. Right. He ain't make that Chevrolet. Right. So you can't do a recall on it. No matter how messed up it is, you can't do a recall on it. Mm -hmm. So so um, Satan, white folks, whoever, think they can destroy the spiritual black man. You can't because you ain't created him. Mm. Now, the black man that loved this world and loved the materialism in this world, you can destroy that fool. Right. But the black man that stand for some, and you know what I'm saying, and living for this world for a different reason, you can't destroy us. I read a book called Outwitting the Devil. The guy is actually having an interview with the devil. And he said, the, the devil said, one of my greatest tricks is having people adrift. If I got a guy who's adrift, who doesn't know what he wants to do, yes, who sir. he wants to be, yes, or sir. how he's going to get there, yes, I sir. got him. Got I don't him. need to change him. I don't want to change yeah, yeah. him. But the guy who thinks for himself, who knows what he wants to do, has a plan and idea of how he wants to do it. I can't mess with him. He's no good to me. Right. This is the devil talking to this guy who's right. interviewing. The guy's interviewing the devil is asking, well, what's some of your tricks? He said, one of my other tricks is schools, teachers, and religions. If I get the school, the parents, the teachers, and religion to intertwine with the kids, I get them, I get them early. I get them early to indoctrinate them, them so early. they don't think for themselves right and on. they become adrift, and I'm good with that. So I just read, I just threw it out there because I read this book and I was so intrigued. And the book was written back in 1904, like mm. it was a it's an older book, but it just intrigued me oh, how this guy sat down and wrote the book as he was being as he was interviewing the devil. It's 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 a it's a big uh, conquer divide with that because it's like the black athlete, the black athlete who have taken care of his money. He can get on front line and say, hey, I'm down with the protest, man. It's whatever. I'm going to stand with the black folk. Mm -hmm. But the black athlete who coming up for a contract probably next year or the year after who ain't took care of his money, he can't stand front line elbow to elbow with the black folk because he waiting to get his damn payday. Right. I ain't trying to get I can't afford to get cut. Right. I can't afford this. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's why it's always going to be a divide between the blacks because some blacks wouldn't lay on line and give it all. And the rest of them like, man, I ain't with that, man. I'm trying to, I want this and I want right, that. Right. And that's and I they know how to this lifestyle. And they know how to play on us, man. And and and, and there's going back, man, because I see we about to reach the second hour of the show. Is um, yeah, my girl um, Severin McQuarrie, who just celebrated her birthday. <laughs> my girl Severin McQuarrie, yes. Uh, she said she's a man, she's a she's a writer, like she's an artist. Um, she says it's called. Um, um, What's yeah, atmosphere? Yeah, uh, 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 y'all probably don't. Mm -hmm. She says called outwitting the devil. That's, that's what I said. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. I thought you said uh, out drifting. Or no, drifting. Out, no, the, the part of the book is about drifting. Having oh, a, drifting. How, oh, drifting. How outwitting the devil. Yeah, drifting, but the book yeah, yeah. is outwitting the devil. Yeah, yeah. So, and so they put this out there. And said, oh, we're going to drop this um, video soon, this, then, and third. Mm -hmm. And the woman that had enough training, she knew how to do it. And, you know, she tried to do it the best way to keep her city safe. Right? Mm -hmm. So 
we, you know what I'm saying, at 45 and older, whatever, we don't judge that because we understand, hey, man, um, if me and you was the mirror, you know what I'm saying, or whomever, else, anybody in this room, somebody going to find something we didn't do right. You know what I'm saying? We the police chief, we going to be do everything right, right? Right. But the thing that I do hate is that how she deceived the public by not putting out that, that there was a white boy on the other end who ignited everything and pulled um, Tyree over. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out, the lead officer who was really punching the damn hard is trying to kill him. He knew that Tyree was dating his ex-girlfriend. Mm. And that's where the plot thickens. Thickens. Right. And the rest of y'all four dummies and the white boy, the rest of y'all five dummies. Fell in. Have thrown your life away over some P-U-S-S-Y. Right. And my friend told me, he said, hey, man, pussy is undefeated. <laughs> It always is. The oldest profession in the world. It's undefeated. And it made six of these niggas throw their lives away. Right. Over this nigga ex. Because you, you want to kill this man because he with your ex? Mm. God. And if you're a police officer, and you that hung up on it, hey, man, go get you another girl, man. You can go pull a girl... And you can find a girl that's on her way to jail and be like, look, baby, I'm going to let you off. Here's what I just want for <laughs> On the way to jail. If you had type of nigga, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to kill a nigga over, that means you wouldn't do anything, though. Right. <laughs> that means you wouldn't do anything over it, bro. You're on the way to jail. Listen, bro. Get, get you a criminal. Yeah. Hey, listen, bro. That's We're not trying to make light of what happened, but, yeah, that's what's funny. Nah, bro, it's sad, bro, because, listen, they, they threw their life, you know what I'm saying, away over a girl, right. man. And not even their own girl. And I can see now, and I can see now. If this boy done raped this girl, mm-hmm. and he done did something to this girl so horrendous that you want to take law into your own hand, right? Man, that might be justified. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of time, man, most of us men, whether you from the streets or not, there are some things that um people do in this world. You be like, nah, nah I don't I want him fine. locked up. Right? <laughs> he needs some street justice. <laughs> right, right? Or she needs some street justice. Some women feel like that when, you know what I'm saying? You're a loving, caring mother, and you see on the news this woman that drown these babies. Mm-hmm. Or then beat this baby to death and then starve to death. Women be like that, like, oh, I need to beat her ass. Oh, I need to catch her. Right. They need to lock her ass up. Right. Women feel the same. Oh, oh no. I want to put hands on her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's different crime that people feel like, hey, man, don't lock them up. Let's get them. Right. These, these six guys may need to be arrested and need to be in open population in jail. No witness protection. Put their ass in general population. Mm. Let general population have their way with their ass. They're not going to do that. Because you done done this to this guy, man, uh, over this woman, man. Come on, man. Like this guy. And then the sad part about it is, man, this guy cried out for his mom as he died. It's it just something about that, man. You cried for your mama or God. Is, right. Is God Jesus or your mama? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. In but that moment, because we can't see God in the flesh, we see his acts through people. Your mom is the closest thing to God that we know. That's your first God. Right. You know what I'm saying? The woman um, is your first God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For a child, that's your mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because God have placed God-like things inside of the woman. Mm-hmm. Right now, you can't get that woman and make her squeeze milk out her breast. But the moment she deliver that baby, that go to milk, right? Mm-hmm. That bag not in her. But the moment she get pregnant, that bag that the baby sits in in her body, mm-hmm. man, that's amazing, man. That is amazing. Man, man can't take that, man. Man can't do that. They need to bow I went out. to a place <laughs> and heard a guy talk about God and science, right? Which mm-hmm. was an amazing um um comparison. Mm-hmm. But if you would have asked that guy who's a 
probably expert um scientist, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 I'm saying what he say. Ask him to design the woman body. You ask anybody to design the woman body. You know what I'm saying? Tell you what this for and what that for. Now we know what it's for now because we done live life. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. you hide somebody away in the world and don't let them see nothing in the world and just teach them about science and there's everything. Mm. They couldn't tell you what that, you know what I'm saying, what this body is for, what this for, what is the areola for, what's the nipple for. Man, it's so much in our body that, hey, man, we, doctors to this day probably can't tell you certain things. Mm-hmm. It just don't know, and that's that's the and that's the beautiful God that only God knows. Right. Why, why and it? how and when? Right. Why is it there, man? I'm just saying, it's that's crazy, bro. That you know what I'm saying? Why your eyelashes on your eyes to keep the instant? Man, it's that's crazy, man. Like you know what I'm saying? How God designed the body, but this come on a baby body. You just formed, but a baby is born with all this stuff, man. Already. That shit is amazing, man. <laughs> and that's why the woman is the closest thing to God because she is giving birth to that. A God can only be here's the beautiful thing, man. God can only be God um without the woman. You know what I'm saying? I mean God can't be God without the woman, mm-hmm. right? Maybe God could have made men to have a baby, but you still gotta have somebody to you know what I'm saying, to do that thing. But I'm just saying, in this world we live in, God can be God without the woman because the woman gives birth. Right. So you know what I'm saying? Whatever great man God uses, whatever king, you know what I'm saying, whatever he still came through the canal of a woman. That's true. So it's still, whomever you say was great in this world came from a woman. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. Everything that everybody in this world want to be a woman. The gay man, in a sense, want to be a woman. He acting woman-like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, the lesbian woman, she's still dating women. Mm-hmm. Every, you know what I'm saying? A straight man, he wants sex from a, a woman. You know what I'm saying? Let me get a couple of your questions in. So everything is still surrounded by the woman. How great the woman is. Everybody wants to be her. Everybody. The straight man need her because he's straight. <laughs> we dang don't need the her. The gay man want to be her. <laughs> the lesbian need her. Everybody need her. Can't deal with her, but we shall need her. And you know what? <laughs> On this day, January 31st, 2003, don't nobody steal the title of my damn book. Everybody needs her. That's going to be the title of my new book. That's your book. Everybody needs her. We got to We got to record. So we got to record. So you go out here and steal it. We know what? No. I've been thinking about this God that's gave it to me. Everybody needs her. God damn it, God is good. <laughs> no, 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 seriously though. Everybody. Every, hey, listen though, man. Seriously though. Everybody needs her. Right. The little child. He or she had to be taught by that woman at home. Mm-hmm. The man needs his food. You know what I'm saying? House clean or the place to be. Loving, mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It come from a woman. A woman make a house a home. Right. Everybody needs her. The workplace. You got to have. If you got a good woman boss, I worked around. Me make everything go smooth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause men gonna be in the ego, mm-hmm. pride. Might, might be jealous of a nigga the way a nigga look where he dread. Mm-hmm. Or the woman he might want to sleep with. Might want to sleep with him. Right. And you don't. You want to fire him or cut his hours cause you don't want him there cause she want him. You know what I'm saying? The less. She see him the better off. Your chance might be to get her. Right. Men do all that type of lame stuff, man. Go ahead with the question, man. Go ahead with the question. Uh, I had a customer from way back from uh, uh, Lion Lady Love. She wanted me to ask you, did you know that uh, Martin's name was Mount, was uh, was um, Michael before he changed his name? Ooh, I like that. that uh, Martin and Ma- Oh, yeah, of course. Michael. Of course. Of course. Michael King. Yeah, they, play, they, they played on the Martin Luther. Right, right. The Martin Luther. 
Um, yeah. OG Scooter said, you played him, you ain't come pick him up. <laughs> Tell OG Scooter that we ought to let him know. We had other folks here that's not on. Right. Count, you know sure. what I'm saying? We got um, four people that came to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Check the podcast Check out. out. Check us out. I'll tell OG Scooter that uh, he's going to be a guest. Like, he's not a co-host. <laughs> see, I, see what I'm saying? See, he ain't got in the car. He ain't got in the car. Nigga, think he's going to be a co-host. <laughs> nah, OG Scooter, you are a guest. You play it to the left. You ain't want him to come. You're a guest, OG Scooter, not a co-host, man. And you my man when you're not a co-host. Right. A yeah. guest on the show. Slick said that um, Tyree Nichols was right down the street from his mom's house when, that, when all that stuff Oh, happened. that's why he said mama. Hoping yeah, his mama like could 80, hear him. 80 feet. Right. Good Lord above. Um, Them niggas is bold. Right. But you be there killing a nigga right by his mama. Good gracious alive. Right. That was just a couple of them. And they probably didn't even know it, but still, though, that's some bold stuff. Right. Good Lord above. That's why he cried out for his mama, man. That's crazy, man. Right. Right. <laughs> and see, that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing that I hate, too, about uh, religion, right? They play on religion when it suits them. Mm-hmm. Or uh, even politicians, right? Oh, politicians uses oh. Oh, we can't do this, we can't do that. But you have debates on the church. You go raise money from the church. You know what I'm saying? You have the um, preachers letting you speak in the church about your platform. It ain't no separation in that, man. Only uh-huh. when it fits them, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, only when it fits them. Um, your 501c3 status is granted by the IRS, which is government. Right. right. Oh, that, that's a joke, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all about money. But you know what? And all... In time, everything happens in the God's divine time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to expose. And you know what I'm saying, like in the Bible, it said at a time, at a point in time, you will you will come out of her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the building, like the church building, have played games long enough. Oh, yeah. When the people represents the church, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The people represent the church, not a um, building, you know. And some people still doing some good work. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, you know. Um, the church when it comes to black folks I can only talk about the black experience they have played us and betrayed us mm-hmm. they have stained it they have right. stained the church with what, what it was meant to be right Right. and and this is a testament also to our people man and I think only be, I think only by the grace of God that blacks haven't as as messed up as we are um, mentally right um, with everything happening to us it's amazing that um, blacks having this, um, taking their anger out on white folks, mm-hmm. um, preachers and politicians. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Malcolm once said, we're not a violent people. You know what I'm saying? We just violent with those that get violent with us. Right. We don't wake up just saying, oh, you know what? That white boy did that. You know what I'm saying? My daddy. We're not going out killing innocent white folks. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Nor should we. We're not going out here trying to kill an innocent police because he might beat up another black person mm-hmm. or a black woman. We're not doing We don't do that. We're not going out there saying go kill gays because we're straight and we're not gay. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's so many reasons that a black man or black woman can wake up and go on a war path in this country and we don't. And we don't. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's, know what I'm saying? That's great restraint. Yeah, we civilized people. We are very civilized. As we're much as they want to say we're barbaric, right. we just stand third. No, we're not. Yeah, we kill each other um, more than other races do. Yeah, we do. And you know what I'm saying? And that I shit is so more, getting played out and I'm just so tired of that though. It's reported that we do. I don't know if we necessarily, I mean, you think about it. I mean, we essential, it's, it's sensationalized that we do. But you have to also think about the media and how they always sensationalize things that we do more than other folks. I would say on America Lab, uh, I would say we do. Okay. Only because, the only reason why I would say it, right? 
in my opinion, it's not a fact. The only reason why I would say it is because we kill each other in so many ways with selling the drugs to us, mm -hmm. um, um, gun violence. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because we don't live um, in close proximity to whites all the time. We're raping our black women and we killing them um, uh, mentally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're killing them uh, physically. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have more black relationships than you do white. Right. And if you look at the numbers, Donna always posting, Miss Mix a lot, always posting the numbers on her page. Man, I ain't know, I ain't realize there's so many black men killing women out here, man. Mm. Like, so we killing each other, I think, more than whites, for real though. Because I think whites, white issues be, I think they deal with the mental, um, whatever mental um, capacity they have, mm -hmm. I think they deal with it in a um, cussing and whatever. And when they do, and when they do kill, um, um, they'll probably kill their baby, like mm -hmm. the Casey girl or their parents or whatever. Mm -hmm. It don't be like as much as we kill each other on a daily basis when you factor in all the black cities in America is what I'm saying. When you factor okay. in all of that, like the everyday killing and the everyday shooting, and I'm just saying, like, I don't think that uh, if we do 100 homicides in Atlanta, Chicago might have two, 300. Easy. I don't think you will have two, 300 white people um, killing white people in, in a Chicago. I'm just yeah, saying, right. I don't think you will have that. You know what I'm saying? Because I just... And mainly because their issues is not the same as our issues. You know right. what I'm saying? You're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not putting white folks in the ghettos um, with limited resources and guns and drugs mm -hmm. like you're doing blacks. You know what I'm saying? Right. We are um, true lions um, uh, out of a cage, right? Trying to get through the jungle. And trying to get through, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get through the jungle. Mm -hmm. And you're giving us guns and drugs and stuff and saying, and you're giving it, you know what I'm saying, to us on the east end of the jungle. And you give it to blacks on the west end of the jungle uh -huh. and the north and the south. Right. So at any point that you turn it, you killing your own. Mm -hmm. No, anyway, you twist the navigation, you killing your own. Ain't no white folks in that compass. Mm. So that's why they don't have to kill each other where they do. They still be internal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe um, Jill is tired of goddamn Uncle Bob raping her and she done got old and want to kill his ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm just saying? Uh, but they also don't have to deal with as many mental issues as we do. Not just saying that we're crazy but on a day-to-day -day basis. Not only do we have to deal with us and our people, but we got to deal with them and they stuff. No, got, yeah, I mean, on a man. daily basis. No, that's a lot, right? man. You know, we, we, we have to we carry a, lot, a lot of weight on our shoulders as black folks in general. It, on it, a day-to-day -day basis. Man, listen, we do, man. We wake up in the morning and think about going to work. And be like, man, I, you know, how, you know, we gotta, you know, if we don't own the business, we gotta worry about what's gonna happen there. If we gonna get laid <laughs> off because we always the first to, to go. So if, things of that nature, we have a lot that we deal with that a lot of, that compresses us in general that we carry on our shoulders that may cause us to be. I mean, like we always say, you know, black folks don't get. Uh, mental health. They don't get, you know, therapy Amen. or anything like that because it's we seen don't. as a weakness in the black community, which it shouldn't be because it, it helps. But those things we gotta, we gotta count those things as well as reasons why we may be uh, may be more violent towards each other. Like they say, crime is committed in areas that we live. You no, know, black no, folks commit crimes in white areas. I mean, white areas. I mean, white folks commit crimes in white areas. Black folks commit crimes in black areas. That's just how it goes, but we just have so many things that we deal with in a 24-hour period. It's, 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 I mean, it's like that. Like I always tell people, who you think killing Chinese in China? Mm -hmm. 
Chinese. Right. Who you think killing Mexicans in Mexico? You know what I'm saying? Because mm. we're not there. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? So they kill each other and do different things because you also have a high concentrated of um, poverty in those countries. You know what I'm saying? Right. I agree. So it happens. Uh, we just not getting the Chinese news <laughs> and the Mexican news, but we don't watch enough Mexican movies and we know how it goes. Right. Um, but in America, though, um, they've done a great uh, evil job in the black community as a whole. The government has. Mm -hmm. They've done a great evil job. And, you know, and... Man, I'm not going to tell you no lie, man. I met some good white people. Mm -hmm. And I met some terrible black folks. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... I think we have them in all groups. All groups, man. And there's some, you know, and, and you know... Evil um, doesn't know a color, though. Evil don't sit back and say, hey, right, evil I'm going to make only evil black folks evil. Evil is a is an equal opportunity employer. It does not care. What color you are when it comes to evil? Evil is evil. And I'm gonna tell you something I learned too, man. With white folks, man, man, white folks don't care about some stuff we think they do. Mm -hmm. I'm being honest with you, man. Some white folks don't care about the things that we think they care about. Mm -hmm. We think they want to be this, they want to be that. They might want to be the governor and the damn president. Mm -hmm. But ain't a long line of white folks want to be the mayor of Atlanta, right? I'll be honest with you, man. Contrary to pop belief, mm -hmm. ain't a long line of white folk that want to be a city council over here. It don't pay enough money for right. them. It don't do this then. Man, most white folks that come from money in this city are like making money, like they freedom, mm -hmm. and they could give one, two rats ass about trying to be into the politics of the inner circle in Atlanta. Right. Man, they don't be caring. White folk, they're like most black folk who mature and make money, want to live a life. Man, the average white folk want to walk their dog. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go to their little social club, do whatever they do. And don't have to worry about being robbed and killed. Mm -hmm. And that should be the, the mind frame of anybody. But I'm just saying, like, that's what white folks really care about. Like, walking a dog and just enjoying, like, riding their electric scooter. All they scooter on the belt line, just walking. They ain't got to worry about got them carrying no gun and just having fun. But that's what life is really about, though. Mm -hmm. So I don't knock the white folks that want that type of lifestyle. And, and hey, this, that, and third. If I can afford to live down here. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to vote for this high ride because I want to live in it. Right. I I, I want to do that. I, I want to vote for this dog park. I got dog. Right. I get all that. You know what I'm saying? And when you come from the projects and you do certain things, you don't want to live ghettoish no more. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Your goal should always be. And to your get goal out of should that. always want to get out of that, man. And the way Atlanta changing now, white folks don't want to be living like how Atlanta was with Freak Nick. I get that. Mm hmm. We like Freaknik. Atlanta was popping. But as a 45-year-old man, <laughs> 50, 55, and 60, you don't want that Atlanta. You right. just don't. You want to be able to get home in traffic. From hey, your, man. You will be sitting in traffic. I heard y'all be sitting in that traffic uh, four days. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, I wasn't here, but I you know what I'm saying, that. though. That's what I'm, I'm saying. So, so it's a lot of, and I get it, man. Like, if you sit down, with, if you put white, black in the room, Asian or whatever, man, when you get down to the real conversation, man, we all the same in a lot of ways. We just want to, I mean, I mean, we just view things different mm -hmm. because of the upbringing. Mm -hmm. Some white folks grew up going to a lake house, going to a summer home, and they want their kids to have that. They used to pay for their daughter's um, wedding. Mm -hmm. They used to um, uh, uh, putting up on college tuition for their kids. Right. Blacks, we wouldn't afford that opportunity for our dad to pay for our damn wedding. Right. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't afford that. Hey, don't worry about it. You go to college. I got it. Right. We didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of they ain't always had it. Neither Corona Reagan, the one made education. College education was free. Right. So white folks were going to college for free. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying up until Reagan got his ass in office now. Right. 
college was free. I don't think a lot of people realize that. So, yeah, ain't like whites always, white were going to college. Ain't like they were always sending their kids to college. Mm -hmm. Like, you had that opportunity, were free. Mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan put the price tag on it. But college was free for white folks. Mm -hmm. Black folks couldn't go, but college was free for white folks. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just saying, white folks afforded a different luxury than we. Their values on life is, uh, hey, I wear these new balance and converse. You know what I'm saying? This will send you to college or pay for this summer home. We'll mm -hmm. save up for it. You know what I'm saying? We'll build this credit card and we'll buy this stuff and pay the credit card, right? Mm -hmm. That's how they live. And that's their value system. They're not trying to go out because they don't have the swag and the care we got. They're not going out there trying to buy a $34,000 chain. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A watch or a ring. Now, if a white man making money, a business man, yeah, he got on a Rolex, mm -hmm. right? He ain't doing all that shit to it that the rappers do. Right. He ain't got to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they just. You know what I'm saying? Different people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if they have a Maserati, they're going to be plain Jane. Mm -hmm. Ain't going to be all that shit we got. That's that because we just, you know what I'm saying? We got that extra spice on them. We, right, right. We got it. They don't, like they don't care nothing about it. Spicy. Right. They don't care nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They go. But deep down, bro, if you sit down and you put four, five ethnicity groups at the table, first of all, the core value is going to be if you put responsible people there. Mm -hmm. Core value is going to be God and family, right? Mm -hmm. uh, outside of that, um, yeah, they taste the music gonna be different because they didn't grow up in rapping all that shit, right? Mm -hmm. But the stuff that separates us is foolishness. Right. But the stuff that brings us together and binds us is almost the same. Mm -hmm. We just have different family structures. Like either you take a black family who probably had mom and dad, it's gonna be a different structure than the white mom and dad, or the Latino mom and dad, or the Asian mom and dad. It's just different because the cultures are different. Mm -hmm. You know, even you take white, like even in the the Asian culture, they say that if the firstborn is a girl, no, the firstborn is a boy, they kill him, or a girl, whatever, because they can't earn no money. Mm -hmm. I think it's a girl. If the firstborn is a girl, they kill it because the man can go out there and work at a young age. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So imagine that though. But you know, they they can't. They got half a mission, half children over there too. I don't know, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying they got it a lot worse. What we do in a lot of ways, uh -huh. like their tradition is. Some could be like, good grief, like, damn. <laughs> right. I'm going to take black and poverty and it be his. Right. Like, no, I'm, saying, no, I'm, saying, more than <laughs> I'm just saying, though, and that's what I'm saying. If you sit down and talk, man, but the news makes so much money and they benefit the government. Everybody benefit from white and black not getting along right. and not sitting at the table on helping one another. That divide is great. I mean, the money made in between that crack, between that crevice, hey, is, man. Is, 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 is a lot. I'm so serious. why would... I want to close that crack when it's filled with money. Why would I want to close that hole when it's filled with money? I can keep doing what I'm doing, keep making the billions of dollars I, I make and not worry about nothing. Because for one, while I got y'all fighting and upset with each other and killing each other, I'm going to be up on the house on the hill with my fence around the house and guards at the, at the, at the gate. So I, I ain't worried about the trouble that I cause. I'm going to be away from it. And Lab, to be honest with you, Ab, Lab, the average white man and white women love black folks, man. Because we got so much culture. You know what I'm saying? We got so much. See, no, no, I'm saying, so here's the thing. Uh, even in America, we got more culture than them. They don't know they, they culture in Europe. They don't know that. Mm -hmm. The average white man in America don't know that his grandfather or great-grandfather or grandmother, you know what I'm saying, were pretty much like, 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 like the ghetto of the ghetto. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're sitting over here. You know what I'm saying? Um, they had to take the bottom of the barrel jobs. You see what I'm right, saying? Right, right. They don't, maybe some knew it or maybe some, some don't, don't, right? Right. 
So what I'm saying is, some some white folks love the culture of black folk. That's why they love the athletes. They love the singers. Mm-hmm. Like they love it, man. They love the music. They love us. But the media and the racist white folks is what make them shame to go out there and say, "Oh, I love her. Mm-hmm. I love him." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the world that want to divide us. But the average white person, bro, they love black. Culture, culture because it's something to love mm-hmm. and they don't you think about this now it's rich it's a rich they culture. don't have nothing to love now if you think about all the inventions it ain't white's invention mm-hmm. it, it's all blacks and they took it from us and stole our invention right we invented everything you know what i'm saying they either put a white face on it you know what i'm saying european face on it mm-hmm. and told it from a european standpoint mm-hmm. but they haven't created or invented anything yeah, they stole it and repackaged it, like you said, to sell it to Europeans. No, everything they got, they had to learn it from a black, like even science, like even, you know what I'm saying, everything they had to learn it, you know what I'm saying, from us drawing, like everything they learned from a black man. Right. And you know what I'm saying, they didn't allow us to be educated, so they took it, we couldn't patent this, you know what I'm saying, we couldn't take credit for this, mm-hmm. because you won free, so, you know what I'm saying, so you had to give it your master. Anything you did living in my house, it belonged to me. me. Anything you did belonged to me. Mm-hmm. Any recipe you created or whatever, you created that in, under my roof? All right, all right, that belonged to me, ain't your mama? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jack Daniel. Hey, Uncle Ben, you, hey, man, you, all right, man, you know what I'm saying? We put your black face on this rice, but, hey, we get the money from this rice. Right, right. I'm just saying, man. We'll name it after you. Hey, we'll name it after you, but you won't get no money. We ain't going to say your last name, though, because we want your ancestors to be able to recruit. Right. Ain't your mama, Uncle Ben, ain't had no last you know what I'm saying? But the black face been on that syrup and that rice box for centuries. Centuries. <laughs> centuries. Who's that family? Right. I used to be, this the hustle in me, right? I used to say, shit, I want to go make me some idea and say this name and say, I'm just kidding, I ain't your mama. Who going to tell me I'm no? And if you say I'm not, who is? Right. If you going to tell me I'm not so kidding, I ain't your mama, then that means you must know the real people if I'm ain't your mama. You must know the real family. Hey, that, hey, 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 that's how you expose America, though. <laughs> hey, you play the game like, you know what I'm saying, like Trump. Right. His daddy taught him the game. Early. Hey, don't pay taxes. Do what you do. You're going to sell it to her for a dollar, and you're going to control it. Y'all don't want to give me this all this land? Then we finna go up with the land we got, mm-hmm. and we're going to goddamn switch it over. Only change Squeeze management on it, and we know what I'm saying. We don't pay no tax. Mm-hmm. I don't blame Trump and, and no, any white father, whoever can do that. George Clooney, all of them starting to do it. Uh, Mitt Romney, he never showed his taxes. I don't play Obama, don't show his. Steve Jobs uh, did it. I like women. We talked about how he drove the same car, same hey man, year. Not saying. same year, but same model. Same Everything in model. the car was the same. It was a newer year. He didn't pay no taxes on never paid that valor mom. He just kept changing the car every year. <laughs> My boy BMU Chris is back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. A lot of the stuff. I mean, America have done us wrong. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie, man. Over the last 20, 30 years, black folks been doing this shit to black folks. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we've had, like right now, you got a lot of black athletes making $200 million contracts, mm-hmm. two, 300 sneaker deals. 10 years. Come you know, on, over, bro. Over five, 10 year period. Bro, you can't go back and build your communities up. You ain't gotta use your money, because get what? If look, if I'm LeBron James, I've been playing 20 years in the league, right? I should understand money by now, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm almost worth a billion dollars, right? I can get a line of credit from anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. I ain't gotta use my money. Right. Come on, bro. Like at some point, you ain't gotta use your money when you've been rich for so long. Mm-hmm. You ain't got. You supposed to know it. Your CPA supposed to tell you how to move this money, how to do this. No, no, no. How to get this? Like every black athlete, right? No, I'm saying no. Whether you from that town or not, if you playing ball in that city, you should know that. You know what? Let me find ten nonprofits in this city, right? We're gonna find twenty. Mm-hmm. If ten black athletes on this team, we're gonna find twenty nonprofits. We're gonna all pick two. We're gonna donate because you can't give one all that money because you got no. no that's a um, a, um threshold. We're going to find 20. Mm-hmm. And you can find 10, 20 in the city. We're going to donate the million that we got to pay in taxes. We, we're going to donate it to the nonprofits in the town. It's a write-off, but I'm helping black nonprofits. Mm-hmm. I'm helping the little girl, little boy that got a clothing line that can't get off the ground. I'm going to write it off to that clothing line business, man. Mm-hmm. In my press conference, I'm going to wear it once or twice. Right. And you're wearing Gucci and you're paying for that shit. <laughs> but what I help this little black girl, this little black boy... At the press conference wearing they hat or they sweatshirt or something, mm-hmm. man. Come on, man. Like, all this shit is our fault, lab. Right. And we be talking about, until I watched the movie on Gucci, I found out why they racist like they is. The whole family dead, it was bought by Italians. Right. Guess who don't like niggas? Right. Italians. Right. So they allow all that to go on with Gucci. Right. I'm not saying. Yeah. They allow it. Right. Because they don't like niggas. Mm. Like, the whole family died. So it ran by them. Lady Lion, Lion Lady Love said LeBron is sending kids to college full ride. And no, Lady Lion Love, read the underline, baby. Read. You got to read, Lady Lion Love. I'm not going to even get into that, but on the next Tuesday, you better have misinformation. <laughs> LeBron <Colleen>. James. <laughs> LeBron James. Now, I, don't, I ain't going to knock my brother. He's one of the great athletes that we've had off the court. I love him off the court. I love him off the court. He's a great man. He's a great father. He is a great philanthropist. But LeBron James is not sending kids to he college. He said his school, I guess. She said his school. Now what? All right, now LeBron James on um, faces on it, which is good enough. Okay. But he's not doing it. Mm. I'm not saying he's not doing it. Okay. But his face is on it. Face is on it. Okay. Face he, is on it. He using his face card. Yeah, we'll take that. Now, see, get what? I'll take that. No, I'm saying, I mean, that's why I won't speak against it. I'll take that. But it's some red tape in between there with his school and whatever. It's some red tape in between there. Okay. Like, everybody just ain't going to college from his school. It's some red tape. And <laughs> I'm just saying. It's something tied into that. It's like when the bank said they want to do something to you. You still got to go through some little loopholes and red tape. Nah, mm-hmm. if you're going to give me this grant, goddamn it, give it to me. Don't make right. me have to steal like I'm applying for a loan. No. Mm-hmm. Now you ain't. Now it ain't an easy process. Okay. So I'm just saying, it ain't an easy process. With LeBron James school. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And if LeBron James, here's the, here's my thing. You once lived in Cleveland. You played in Cleveland. Your kids were raised in Cleveland. I'm going to say this, Lady Lion Love. To truly help the kids and to do everything, you have both of your sons playing in Cleveland. Mm. And you would have stayed there, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, to give that, you know what I'm saying, to your kids. But I understand why he went to L.A. because he wanted to be in the movie business, which he in mm-hmm. on doing a good job of it. But I'm just saying, that's how you affect change and how you really make it. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying that's how you really do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If the school ain't good enough for my kid to go to, it ain't good enough. Right. I'm just saying. If it's my school, LeBron James can have the biggest sports going on at that school if his sons would have played. That's all I'm saying, man. 
we can't let no black you know what I'm saying athlete go without you know what I'm saying speaking out against them. we don't have to agree with our alum we don't have to crucify our alum but nobody is above reproach right and LeBron James not doing it the right way mm. let your kids go to the school man you have everybody in the school want to go everybody want to go and f- f- build the sports the program up and make it educational as well mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you set that example you know what I'm saying but LeBron James go have always been there he never shot away from it I want to be a billionaire. That's his goal. Mm-hmm. He have a right to reach that. But when you're trying to reach that, some things get left the by the wayside. wayside. Some things you can't fix. Because if you want this Jewish relationship, this Jewish money, LeBron, hey, now, you can't beat Malcolm X Martin King now. Mm. So, so LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? If you notice, he got his ass handed to him when he spoke out against Kyrie. Mm-hmm. The black folk went against his ass. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? He tiptoed and was like, oh, shit, okay. I ain't as light as I think I am to be saying this type of stuff now. Right. I can't say this against my black folks. Right. So now he done had to take a step back and shut up. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't say Because then when they posted all them video with him on hanging with the Jewish folk. Right. And the school his son go to out there in LA is a Jewish school. Uh-huh. Now they done exposed you and shit like Shaq got to run his damn mouth. <laughs> and they're going to find out your movie theater is the damn one that played the damn black movie from Amazon. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? So how you going to get on Kyrie? Hey. And your damn movie theater is the one who's showing it. Right. And Kyrie from Jersey too, fool. He got a right to speak to his people that's like you. But nigga, you showing the movie. Mm -hmm. And speaking out against him for saying, hey, we black, we are the original people. Mm -hmm. God damn. He can't say that. And you showing the movie. (laughs) But see, when you stand on your square, let us go back. When you stand on it. See, white folks know who Judas and they know who like to play the seesaw game. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, no, 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 the hopscotch want to, no, double dutch. Double dutch. <laughs> Some black folk double dutch. Right. Kyrie stood on his square. Uh-huh. Oh, suspend me, let's go, whatever, let's do it. Right. He stood on his square. And by him being so good and protected by God, they had to reinstate him. He didn't leave vote, get in the All-Star game. You can't get rid of him now. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of him. He didn't take the vaccine two years ago. He missed all that game and that money. He ain't kidding about it. Okay, I'm missing money because I ain't playing, but I'm standing what I'm standing on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he stood on what he stood on. But when you double dutch, they know it and you dispensable. And, man, black folks ain't going to rock with you. Like Shaq, Charles Barkley. For Charles Barkley, always been the way he is. Um, Kenny Johnson, he white guy. Always Kenny, nobody white or Jewish, but guess what? Guess who didn't say nothing, though? Kenny Smith. Mm. Kenny Smith did not say nothing bad about Kyrie Irving. No, I'm saying no, I'm saying no, the black folk. He don't do it because he's from New York and he's from the hood. He don't try to double dutch and fit in because he know at the end of the day, I'm a nigga. Right. I'm a nigga. My black card means everything because mm-hmm. white folks ain't going to accept me the way black folks going to accept me now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the Jewish folk. I, mean, so I, I got to get, get out of saying white folk because it'd be the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Like, they always want to say this in the third, but it was the same Jewish community that told Bill Cosby they'll sell him NBC and when he had the money to buy it, they didn't sell it to him. Mm-hmm. Same Jewish folk, they had Seinfeld and Friends, which the whole cash is Jewish, mm-hmm. and they had a right to pay their people. They was paying them a million dollars, but was getting mad when New York Undercover and Living Single, Queen IT for them, mm-hmm. know what I'm was making like a $400,000 an episode. Mm-hmm. And they was like, no, we got more ratings than Seinfeld and Friends. We want a million dollars an episode. Mm-hmm. And they canceled the show because they wouldn't want to pay a million dollars. Yeah, man. Man, Jewish folk weren't always the way they were supposed to be because KKK hated them too. They hated Jews, niggas, Mexicans, and the fags. Mm-hmm. But the Jewish got their money, got their reparation money. Hold on, let's get it. 
Let's not get it twisted. The Jewish community got the reparation money from Holocaust and became wealthy, 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 and bought up everything. And I don't blame them. If I'm being discriminated against and y'all sitting there, all right, well, we're going to own the goddamn media. We're going to buy up everything. Right. And, you know, it's so hypocritical because the Jewish people don't speak out against Adidas when Adidas is run by Nazi um, Germans. Mm-hmm. BMW is ran by Nazi Germans. Mercedes-Benz is a German-engineered car. But you, I mean, Jewish folk, y'all drive the Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> y'all drive BMW. Y'all drive, what's the other thing? The Volkswagen. Volkswagen. White folk, I mean, white folks ain't Jewish folk, but Jewish folk drive, I mean, y'all drive all these German engineering cars. Mm-hmm. But you don't, but you hate the nigga because why? Why do you hate us? I mean, that's, that's, why do they hate us? Right. I think because God said they hated Jesus Christ first. Mm. Jesus said, no, they hated me first. Right. No, they hung me first. And everybody else get hung like how Christ got hung. Mm. I'm just saying, that's the only explanation, bro, is because they know who we are, lab. Why do every race, including our own race, hate us? Right. We hate each other, and everybody else do too. Man, can't nobody answer that, bro. It's not It's not a question that will be, well, let's put it this way. It, it's not a question that will be answered truthfully. Lab, can't nobody answer lab if you ask the most racist white man. He can't or she can't tell you why they hate a black person. Why? Lab, they can't tell you why. Tell Even you. in the midst of you hating a black person, you still letting the white woman breastfeed your child and babysit your child and cook for you. You hate me. You will spit on me and won't acknowledge me. But I can take care of your children. Hey, anime, I need you to cook this goddamn meal. But it ain't hate, boy. That's misguided. That's some stuff you don't even understand. That's some diabolical. That's all the stuff like God said, I'm going to confuse the world. That is some confusing stuff, man. I'm telling you, they don't even understand why they hate black folk. Mm-hmm. And if you ask, I'm telling you, ask the most racist white man or white woman. They couldn't tell you why they hate blacks. Because mm-hmm. they don't know. It's been inbred in it's been in, it's been in If you ask a confused black person why you killed this man, why you killed him, or why you raped that woman. They can't tell you why they do the demonstrative thing to their own people. They don't, man, man, they can't tell you. I'm not saying they can't. The average racist can't tell you why they racist. Because guess what? You're not a true racist if you hate me, but you had a damn Chicago Bull game with a Michael Jordan jersey on. Right. Or his shoes. You're not a real racist, lab. Right. You're not a real racist if you got black folks in your house. Because guess what? You don't want nothing to do with the nigga. You don't want the nigga around you. Right. I don't want you cooking for me. I don't want you washing clean right. or nothing. Right. A true racist don't want none of that, bro. You ain't got on nothing to represent black. You don't want nothing to do with black. That's what I'm saying, Lab. It's not a true hate towards black. It's popular to be a racist towards black. It's, it's a it's profit in that. Mm-hmm. It's popularity in that. You know what I'm saying? You get a lot of stuff. Like like um, Doug Shipman, Atlanta City um, Council President, when he took the black women off the, the committees. There's some white folks out here that'll be like, oh, yeah, we like him. He got some balls. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, he kicked all the black folks off committee and the two women. Oh, we can work with him. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm Make America great again. Right. I'm just saying it's people out here that'll be, that get praised for that, man. I'm telling you because it's popular to do that to blacks. Mm-hmm. It ain't, man, if black cops was killing white little boys and girls out here, how long do you think you have blacks on the force? Huh. Come on, man. Right. The white Many boy. cops are doing that. Black hey man, white. Hey, man, the white boy always get able to go do a mass shooting of black folks and come out alive. 
Always. That's what I'm saying, man. It, it, it just ain't the same, man. And we have to understand that, right? Mm -hmm. It don't mean that we respect that We still speak up for ourselves, but we got to understand that it is. Like my boy Tupac said, it's white man's world. Mm -hmm. It is, bro. When you understand it and learn how to navigate it. Maneuver different. And when you come across and make them respect you, and you know what I'm saying, it still be you. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying, but it's still their world. You know, they because everybody that's in control of something that's of value and makes some sense, I mean, they white. You know what I'm saying? Or Jewish or whatever. It just is what it is, bro. And we just got to learn to still be ourselves, not cold switch. You know what I'm saying? Not sell you out because I want this. No, you just can't do that, man. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, but it is. Lab is theirs, man. And that's why they waited a week later to show this white boy uh, in the video in Memphis, man. Of course. And that's why Atlanta can do what they do with the white city councilmen on the Atlanta board because... Um, Atlanta is still a white, uh, ran by white cities because the white whites control the wealth of Atlanta. Yeah, the taxes. The, right, the, the, you know what I'm saying? The they taxes. control the wealth because uh, you can have more black kids. Wasn't well, that the reason why Freaknik ended? They didn't want them driving through Buffalo? Oh, they didn't want no more here, nah. And see, white, you got more black kids in APS than white kids, but mm -hmm. guess what? But guess what the deciding factor is? APS is built off what? Property tax. Okay. Ain't enough black folks own property, property in Atlanta. So the property dollars which fund the school system, which is a $2 billion funding source, black folks ain't got a hand in none of that shit, so you ain't no real say-so. Mm -hmm. Because you know what I'm saying? You got all the apartments. We are renters. Mm -hmm. And we rent and we got apartment complexes, right? Mm -hmm. we, you know what I'm saying? Apartment complex and rent don't pay taxes. It don't pay no goddamn taxes. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why they more, and, and I don't know if, uh, if anybody, there was a study done, I want to say, 2001, that said that most of the time in underprivileged and underprivileged neighborhood, black neighborhoods, they'll tear down houses and build up apartments on purpose because there is no tax base when you live in an apartment. Ain't there no is tax. no tax base for black folks when you know we say, "Oh, these great new apartments are coming." Oh my God, it's going to be a great new apartments. But in the in 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 the grand scheme of things, you got. 40, 50 people living in an apartment building, none of those people pay taxes. None of the people have no say-so over the land which they're paying taxes on. Listen, this is I mean, what they're saying. Paying, they're paying rent for it. And they're saying gentrification, but it's a lot of apartments getting built in Atlanta, right, which hold no tax base. Mm -hmm. it, ain't nobody paying. Hey, and most people live in apartment now they build and don't have small children, so they don't give a damn about the school system. Right. I ain't moving in this high-rise of this building because of the school. Mm -hmm. I'm not paying no property tax, right? Mm -hmm. So. All the high ride everything they building look nice, nice amenities, but it ain't no tax based. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can tell down the whole no they no tax base. I'ma tell you something I found out day at the city council meeting. They tore down two projects over there on the south side, uh over there near on Cleveland Avenue on Pool Creek and all that, right? Mm -hmm. They tore them up. When they tore them down, trees grew up on them. Mm -hmm. It's still zone, you know what I'm saying, for public housing. Mm -hmm. But the city was saying that, oh, so here's the thing. You know what Linus Mall is? Uh -huh. Linus Mall was a forest. They cut the trees down. If you cut the trees down and you plant them somewhere else, you got to pay to plant them. Mm -hmm. They planted the trees over in Pool Creek and in the black communities. Mm -hmm. But you're supposed to plant a tree wherever you tear it down at. Right. So now there's a fight. Do you think Linus Mall going to tear Linus Mall down and all that to plant some trees back over there? You know what I'm saying? But Linus Mall was a, a forest. Mm -hmm. They paid 
to cut down a tree. Each tree they cut down, they planted it back over in the black community. Mm -hmm. So the black city council did the research like, oh, no. Right. Y'all can't do that. Y'all got to either cut these trees down and build this, you know what I'm saying, build some housing back up, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, for my community. But in the projects, bro, like even born home right now, where I'm from, mm -hmm. trees galore. And Bush and Love because when you tear something down, nature it takes over. Nature takes over. Right. So now, you know what I'm saying? But nobody had to build a tree, but it just grew into trees. Mm -hmm. So Lenny's Mall was a forest. Number trees and weeds. Mm -hmm. They cut it all down and they planted the trees back over in the black community, bro. They tore down them projects just to plant the tree. And we done found it out. Mm. And then we like, boy, y'all got to pay. Right. Y'all got to pay for this. Yeah. See, but that's what I'm saying. The system set up for that. Black folks don't know nothing about that. Oh, you can build, or you can cut the tree down. And if you cut it down, you can, you cut down, you can plant it over here. But we don't know nothing about that. Right. Y'all don't let don't them build the whole linens and peace tree up, which were never trees. And move the trees. But and move the trees to the say, black they community. They said they, they planted trees. They didn't say where they had to plant them. Hey, boy, they ain't say where you had to plant them. They, they said they just had to plant them. Hey, boy. Whoo we? Hey, that's cold-blooded. Listen, right. that's cold But Listen, I got a book at home, right? I'm going to bring it next time. I'm going to read out of it. Um, You know on Whitehall Street, where the West End at? You know where the West End at? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a street called Whitehall Street. Okay. Just in the 60s. You couldn't even go... Um, as a black mother, if she tried to go over there and buy enough groceries for a household, she couldn't buy it. She, you know what I'm she could only buy $20 worth of groceries. Couldn't go grocery shopping for the whole house. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They wouldn't sell you two loaves of bread, and they wouldn't sell you two gallons of milk or two dozen of eggs. You had to buy one and one. Really? I don't get them. You got five kids at home. Nope. Nope. Normally they wouldn't do it. Black man couldn't have a business in Atlanta because city council wouldn't even give you a business license. Mm. It was all white folks. You know what I'm saying? The one reason why they picked right. Manor Jackson to run. When game business license, when game did they couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? And if you making money, because you got to know you got to turn your revenue in. Mm. Oh, we ain't gonna renew it. Oh, right. you making money now, now, nigga? Okay, nigga, we ain't gonna renew your license, nigga. Mm -hmm. Man, they played so many games against us. This why I be so hot down there fighting. You know what I'm saying against the black um, candidate because mm -hmm. fool, y'all ain't even done your damn history. Because mm -hmm. if you did, you would know that there was a time that the white city council members that all agreed. And boy, it went down. It went down. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? Left these same laws and ordinances still on the books. Oh, they never gonna take them out the book. What they, they do? They become dormant. Hey, they dismantle. And I'm like, y'all black folks, this down here getting elected, lying to the folk, ain't cause, ain't speaking up for nothing. That works. Cause he get what? Left. I'm be honest with you. If I come across some white folks and they cool and we can, uh, we can co mingle and work, I'm all for that. But. I expect white to be white as far as not liking us or not wanting to do this, that, and other. So it don't bother me. This is why I can like Trump on certain things because I expect that. I rather know. I rather know you are being Donald Trump than to be Joe Biden lying and hiding mm -hmm. and not standing up. No, I'm saying no, I'm saying for all the stuff they didn't. I mean, we didn't seen all the video. You calling us on animals and we mm -hmm. need to be destroyed. Joe Biden, man, that said, you know what? Hey, when I was younger, I, I said those things. Right. I don't. I, right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, mm -hmm. right? So I'd rather, no, I'm, no, I'm I'd rather I like know my enemy than a Trump is who he is, and I'd, right. rather know, I'd rather know Trump, right? I can see him coming. So that's why I get mad about, you know what I'm saying, no, I'm sorry, with black elected officials. I can expect that from white folks on council with y'all, but y'all, come on, man. Right. It hurts me more because y'all are black. 
and you supposed to know you can't do this to us, man. Mm -hmm. Help your people, man. Like the city of Atlanta gave ten million dollars back this week mm. because they said they couldn't find enough they look, people they to help them pay rent. That's what I'm saying. Lab, they gave them twenty one million, and they gave ten of it back. Ten back, so they didn't. Uh um, they couldn't find enough people to qualify to, to pay their rent. You could have walked your ass over the foot and counted and got the eviction Vision list, knows, right? And said, you know what? I'm gonna take care of all this. I'm right, gonna take care of all the eviction. Come on, man. Right. God damn. Um, Slick said black black folks don't read enough and don't get involved enough. Um, P-Trauma, DJ P-Trauma, my man. Donald Trump keeps pleading the fifth. I want to go back to one thing. What we were talking about as far as gentrification was concerned. And we talked about this on Monday, I think. Monday, one day we, we, we kind of met up. One of them days we talked about this Saturday. Well, Slick is right, though. Black folks don't read enough and we don't get involved. I right. agree with that. Go we ahead. talked about this on Saturday, mm -hmm. that the fact that on the west side, how it's all starting to be built up and gentrified, the reason why we can't control those things is because we don't get involved. We don't go to those city council meetings. We don't go to them planning meetings. We don't go. All that stuff is public knowledge. If five five or six hundred of black folks who lived on the west side of Atlanta got together and went to these city council meetings and expressed mm -hmm. their concern about what's going on, things probably will be different. But also, black folks got to pay them taxes when grandma dies out and leaves you that house. Because white man is already looking at the list to see who will do fall on them taxes. Now, if I get this house for $500 of tax that you didn't pay, I'm going to go ahead and pay them taxes and kick you out and build a $500,000 house on that property. So there's things that we need to do as, as people ourselves in order for things like gentrification not to happen because it can't happen if we're more involved in those things. We go to these city council ordinances and planning meetings and talk to these folks and call these folks and do all this stuff that the white folks do. Now think oh, about yeah. it, you know, the Buckhead said, oh, we're going to succeed from Atlanta. We're going to have our own city. Yeah. They got in line then, didn't they? The city oh, council yeah. and mayor, everybody got in line oh, then, yeah. didn't they? You get what I'm saying? So we have to make our, our situation uh, more known and we got to pay them taxes, so our tax block will be counted as well. If you got six or seven, eight hundred houses on the west side of Atlanta that are not paying property taxes, to them you have no voice because you're not paying the taxes. And that's true, Lady Line Love. You are dead on. And 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 that's true. We don't, man. We don't, man. We don't fight for stuff that we should fight for. If a lot of my friends came down to City Hall, right? If if we came down there about two meetings straight, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, with about almost 100 folk, we'll shake that house up. Exactly. Man, we'll shake that house up. It don't take many. Man, if we go down there and about 30, 40 of us speak, would they allow you to speak? Man, we would shake that house up. But they so used to us not coming down there as a whole, mm -hmm. right? And I'm down there fighting and speaking out, but... It got to take a lot of us down there, man, because, man, they they sent $10 million back just this week. Well, last week, two weeks ago, they sent $10 million back. Mm -hmm. Said they couldn't. I know a lot of folks that need rental assistance. Mm -hmm. Ain't got the money food. for it. What about food? Can't make the money for it. Food that, that, that they could have gave the money to, man. Mm -hmm. And they said that they gave the money to United Way and another... They don't have the outreach to the public. Mm. No, we got to stop giving that damn money to them. 
Yeah, not the way they got to pay their CEO, but he make $110,000, $200,000 a year. I mean, some things have to make sense, and they yeah, they always give to groups like that that they don't. They don't come to our neighborhood. We got to start getting the Urban League, right. United Way, Salvation Army. Right. We got to stop putting them in. You know what I'm saying? Now, some of them do great work. But we got to start getting them the money. The city of Atlanta got to start getting them that damn money mm -hmm. and say, hey, I need to reach out to the public. They don't know nobody on Bankhead. You got to give people who can connect you to Bankhead, to Cleveland Ave, to Simpson, uh -huh. to Camerton Road, all in between the highways and the byways. That you can give that $10 million to them people and say, hey, man, listen, man, we're going to pay this shit up for a year. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's all you had to do. Hey, man, find me 10,000 people. Man, we're going to pay this shit up for a year. Here you go. All you had to do we're is bring, pay it up. Bring, bring your rig and lease. Let us cost you what you owe. Pay it to the department. Pay it, man. You gave way. Hey, man, you gave back $10 million. Hey, you can't explain that. Yeah, man, we gave back $10 million that we could have helped people see the mirror. The man, you know what I'm saying? They ain't going to say that, though. No. They're not going to get on the news and microphone and say, man, I'm sorry. We failed y'all. We gave back 10 million dollars. We could have helped a lot of families. So, no, I'm sorry. People, let me tell you, you know what I'm saying? That's why I tell people, man. 90% of people that I know come from the projects like me. Mm -hmm. Man, man, they be needing help. Whether or not they might need money, they might need resources. Uh, they just might need any little thing. But people be needing stuff, man. There's 90 some you know people that I know. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They ain't asking for no handouts or begging. They just need, hey, direct, uh, how do I do this? When this coming? How do I file this? Mm -hmm. They just be needing resources. Or, no, the song might need a little cushion to get above water mm -hmm. because, you know what I'm saying? When you out here being an entrepreneur, life can beat you down. Right. Slow days, good days, you might need some help. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your kids, you might need some, Everybody needs some help at some point in life. At some point. Everybody. And the city's supposed to be that engine that help. And I keep telling them, like, hey, man. And that's why I could never change. It ain't in me to change, but, hell, 90% of people that I deal with, you know, in poverty, come from poverty and need help. You know what I'm saying? They kids or somebody might need it. So I always got to be plugged in to help them because right. I can't just ignore it and not speak for the people that I know that might need help. Hell, I got a sister that got six kids. She might need help. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She going through something there where she need help. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mom, aunts, like, you know what I'm saying? Grandmother, like, everybody got somebody in their family that might need help, whether you might need it or not. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, that's why I always tell people repost stuff you see when it comes to helping folks. They're cut. You don't need your light bill paid. Somebody else who follow you might do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they mom or they aunt, whether they say it or not, they're going to take that number down and say, hey, auntie, I seen that number on the boy paid. Call right. that number. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, my aunt, when she was alive, God bless her soul, my aunt Gwen. Man, she was to get that light bill, imagine that water bill. Man, she used to got them give everybody a number, and they, you know what I'm saying? She used to call for them. Right. Hey, so, so, no, so I call for that type of family. Right. Hey, man, they paying light, but they paying water bill. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, so go, hey, go get that light bill paid. Go get that water bill paid. People don't, people don't realize you gotta spread the things it, that help man. them. Like, um, I tell people all the time, I say, if, you just, if you're disabled, you know you can go down to the homestead, to the taxes in your county, and file disabled, and they'll lower your taxes. You know you can tell a life company you're disabled, and they do this or they do that. Sometimes it's just small little things that you can use in the system to get to get by. It says, uh, let me see. Uh, some 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 people get comfortable in poverty. That's slick. 
Oh, she lined the other person up on her desk. Who is that? <laughs> Frenchlin said, "I need help." Cause. Oh, Frenchlin line. Uh, <laughs> Frenchlin is the uh, Frenchlin is the resource they give to help people. Right. <laughs> I ain't even see her. That, that was her son. They called in early. My young cousin, uh -huh. the twenty-two year old. That's her son. She don't need no damn help. She the folk that people called and got them to get help. <laughs> like, oh, can you loan me $10,000, Frenchlin? Oh, can you loan me $500? Frenchlin is the help. She is the help. Well, I need to tell me, You know I what I'm saying? Help. Right. Frenchlin is the goddamn the, um, the Bank of America that stay on 24 hours. Some goddamn, some bank closed at five. Frenchlin stay on 24 hours. All right. Why wow, she ever tell me I need help? She is the help. But we've gotten out of that, man. We don't like to help each other no more. We talk about people if they need help. Mm -hmm. That's it. That stigmata of needing help. People and, that, always and the government say, oh, does that too, though. Oh, I remember you used to come ask for sugar yeah. with it. Now they're like, oh, damn, I thought Latonya had it. Damn, Latonya needs to borrow something. Damn, Latonya. <laughs> people will say that this day and third. Right. Like, if a person comes to you for help, you're going to talk about it? Right. Well, I got to hear about that from two, three other people. Like, no, it. Man, if I come to you for help, this is why I'm so glad. Now I have people like my cousin, Frenchlin, Donna, Miss Mixalai, uh -huh. um, Latanya, uh, who I've um, known almost a year, I'm going on a year. Uh -huh. I got some, and I got other friends out there. I got other right. friends out there, right? I don't want to leave nobody out, but I got friends out there and some, you know what I'm saying, some family members that I can go to if I need it, right? Right. But I do thank God that oftentimes I don't mm -hmm. because. There are some people out here that ain't gonna help you and gonna talk about you, you need help. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, boy, like y'all yeah. do people like that and they yeah. dire need of you. Oh yeah, most definitely. So I be thinking, I thank God for the people that I can go to. Mm -hmm. Like I got people that I can go to. And I thank God in the back of my mind that I know I can go to if I really needed them. I could go to where I need a place to stay, loans mm -hmm. for me, or borrow some money. I can go to them without a shadow of doubt. Like, like I know I can. You know what I'm saying? And that's a good feeling for me to know that I can, right? Mm -hmm. Man, but most people don't have nobody they can go to, man. Yeah. I, I think I think a lot of people have don't have people that they can go to. No, they, they don't. They don't want to. They, no, they want to. Right, right. Because yeah. Fact that oh, they, they got to hear about it. About oh. Like, got to hear about it. Somebody, oh, you know, uh, they, you uh, know, uh, the one actually asked about They want to tell you, dude. They want to tell you, dude. Right. You know he need to buy I had to give him a case of Coca-Cola the other day. Right. He can't afford a case of Coca-Cola. Right. I had to get him. I had to yeah, right. I had to get him. Yeah. Right. They don't look. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all don't know Latonya, don't ask no Leo for nothing. If they name Latonya, run. Don't ask him for nothing. They're going to bring it up on you. Nah, I'm just playing. Y'all right. can't see her on shit in the building. I'm just messing with her. Heart. A heart good as gold. Right. Right. But nah, man. You got to. Hey, man. This day in the time frame. We used to be like that, man. There used to be some people. Man. My grandmother. As funny as she was, she'd tell me go to my friend's house and look in the refrigerator. Tell me what they got. Mm -hmm. She'd have a bag ready for me, you know what I'm saying? And she'd be like, don't tell them I gave it to you. Right. i go in there, sneak in the house, no, no, I'd put the little stuff up. But she never said, shit, hit mama get sent out of food stuff. Why don't go she, she, she never said that. Mm -hmm. It ain't their fault. You know what I'm saying? If mama sold a stamp to buy whatever. The fact that matter, the kids ain't no groceries in that house. But things were different back then. I tell you about the story all the time. I was the needy child in the neighborhood. Oh, no, nah, yeah. And, you know, no, no, things were different. Pair of pants, but nobody in my neighborhood said, oh, Lee needs some pants. 
I would go down to my friend's house. If his mom was buying right. me some pants, she would buy me some pants. That's if what I'm saying. Shoe, she would buy me some shoes. It was never a case of, you know, Lee, his shoe got holes in the bottom of it. Right, it was like, Lee, come over here. Let me, we finna go to the stove. And when she buy him shoes, she would buy me shoes. Hey, man, that's what I'm saying, man. Right. You, it's not like you that. You could anymore. do that back then. It's not, man. Right. Everybody is so, um, I don't know how we got so for self. Mm-hmm. Like, we got so for self in this world. And amongst black people, we got so for self. And then we got too good for certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear Ant-Man pants. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want my own. Right. Man, what I got? We got too good for things too, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. hey, we got built. Hey, we got too good for certain stuff, man. Right. We want no more handouts. And we want no more on hand me downs. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? They want this, that, and the third. Like, uh, even the the um the men and women on the street, I don't like to say um junkies or the homeless. You know, I mean, no, even though they homeless. Um, but I never like to call people on junkies, but even the, the people that beg for money, hell, they don't went from a dollar to five. <laughs> hell, they ain't want no dollar no more. But truthfully, a dollar ain't buying that no more, though. Right. But them niggas be like, hey, bro, no lie, man. They got inflation, too. My boy Byron Amos, um, City Councilman District 3, um, God bless you, man. Um, He was in a bad car accident. So I started the store there to get my boy um get well card. Mm-hmm. No lie. Through the front of the store. Hey, big bro, can you help me with $10 when you get out there? I said, $10? I said, bro, I ain't even about $10 worth of stuff out of here. And you want $10? I ain't gonna lie, that nigga laugh. That nigga laugh. That nigga said, big bro. That nigga laugh. I said, $10? That ain't asking no dollar or no. Hey, bro, whatever you give me, give me some change. But but they asking for that, bro. Like, man, you know what? Hey, man, straight 10, man. And five. You know what I'm saying? They ain't asking for it. even the water boys. If they selling water for a dollar, pull up and um um say oh, I want the water, here go your dollar. Hey, I'm big, bro. That's all you gonna give me. You gonna give me some dollar? Boy, you just selling water for a dollar. But they really don't want no dollar though. You see what I'm saying? Because people like Latonya. Uh, who nigga rich? She'll pull up and give him five, ten, twenty. Right. And so then they got spawned. Right. right. Then they got spawned with that. <laughs> they think everybody gonna give him five and ten and twenty. And she popping off. She rolling out fifty. Too. Right. Right. <laughs> he all go. He all go. And so they think everybody in a nice car for it on the joke side. Though they right. think everybody in a nice car, and they do. People in a nice car give them more than a dollar. Mm-hmm. And so that that messed them up because now you don't went from hustling. You know what I'm saying? To now it's kind of like I'm um, begging and you're reaching now because. You really want more than a dollar for on you selling the water. Right. But some people don't bless you because they don't. I mean, you're young. They think you'd rather be out here than be out there killing. Right. Hey, young blood, here you go. Right. I might give you a hundred. Say, man, split with two of your partners. Right. You think everybody going to do that? No, bro. Right. Get out of that. But that messes up even people in business, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I deal with people that be thinking maybe you're going to untip them the same all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, don't get so used to this tip now. You know what I'm saying? Don't get used to that. Right. And people will get mad at you, but if I tip you three times with a fifty, and now I leave you ten, which is still I'm still in my twenty percent gratuity right, range. Right. You mad at me, bro? I can't give you a fifty or nothing. I could have just closed the deal where I came into some money, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling generous. You could be my ten percent time if I believe in that. Right. You could be that at the moment. Right. But you go there, you you fix your mind on that oh, he every time. Like you know, he gives right. a lot of tips. And if I don't, now I'm wrong. Right. Hey, bro. Damn if I do. Damn if I, I don't. Know. A lot of times that's how I deal with us for real though. Damn if I do. Damn if I don't. And we got to get past that too good for stuff. Not appreciative. You know what I'm saying? A lot of black folk, we're not appreciative. 
a lot of black folk that own um, businesses don't think we got to give great service to us, mm. knowing you only stay in business because of us. Right. Whites and other um, uh, people don't support black business enough to sustain you. Like I never seen a Chinese person at PF train a big hunter. No, right. black folks want for bless you. I've never seen a Mexican eating at La Perella. No, they work there, they own it, but no, they don't eat what they serve us. They don't, you know what I'm saying? Support that to sustain your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All these years, a pastor's been open. Different races, I mean, my white folks will go there because of the history, mm-hmm. but they're not there every day to keep that on. Mister mm-hmm. Everything. Um, busy B. Mm-hmm. No, they're not there to sustain you. Keep them damn doors open. Mm-hmm. And how dare y'all not even open up Busy B for he's, you know what I'm saying, to sit down or expand. Right. You just gonna give us takeout service. You don't not you don't treat black folks like that, man. Right. You take our dollar for granted when you don't give us the best service. But that's because we I'm keep saying you to them for granted. Nah, right. If you gonna keep giving me a dollar and I treat you any kind of way, and you keep giving me that money, I don't have to treat you any other way. Because you're going to keep giving it to me. In fact, but get what white folk do, lad. If you support white, and I'm going to be honest with you, though, some white folk, now nothing in life is all or none. Most white folk, if you support them and they're doing good, get what they do. Expand. Mm-hmm. Hey, boy, they're going to tear down that wall.